When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you very much. You're very kind. Welcome. One and all to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert, and I want to start tonight. I want to start tonight's show with a very important announcement. After much soul-searching, I have decided that I am ready to accept the results of Monday's Powerball lotto drawing. (laughs) I am not the winner, because they stole it from me, and I accept that. (laughs) Tonight, of course, they held a drawing for $1.2 billion, and even though we taped this show before the drawing, I'm pretty sure I won that, because (laughs) I used the exact same numbers, okay? (laughs) All right? What are the odds that these numbers don't win two times in a row? (laughs) Know what they say, doing the same thing and expecting different results is the definition of genius. (laughs) Speaking, speaking of, uh, of gambling, the midterms are just six days away. So yesterday, President Biden rallied for Democrats in Florida. Biden loves Florida because it's the only place he's considered (laughs) middle-aged. Of course... There you go. There you go. (laughs) See you later. Of course, Biden appearance wouldn't be complete without a little mix-up. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in in Ukraine. Gas prices. Gas prices are high because the darn redcoats are coming. That... That horse tried to warn us, but we didn't listen. Too busy fighting the Viet Cong or trying to turn Kuwait communists with the Death Star they're building. That's no moon, Jack. No, I'm serious. I mean, how are 300 Spartans supposed to defeat a whole army? Okay, come on, Leonidas. No, I'm Syrian, folks. Since he was in Florida, seemed like a good time to attack Republican senator and dehydrated Mr. Clean, Rick Scott. Scott's proposing to subject nearly all federal spending programs to a renewal vote every five years, making Medicare and Social Security more vulnerable to budget cuts. And there is one old man... A little late on that. There was one old man who's not going to take that. A senator from Florida going after Medicare and Social Security? Uh, I tell you what, I don't know where, as they say in Southern, I don't know where y'all been. Hot damn, boy. Did he just say, as they say in Southern Delaware? (laughs) You know what they say in Southern Delaware? We are one mile south of Northern Delaware. (laughs) Hot damn, boy. (laughs) It's not just Biden. Right now, both sides are making their closing arguments to voters. The GOP's argument is stop voting. They've been encouraging so-called poll watchers to intimidate voters at drop boxes across the country. Here are two guys in Arizona a few weeks back standing near a drop box in a Phoenix suburb wearing ski masks and body armor. That outfit is appropriate for only two things, 
intimidating voters or assassinating James Bond in the Alps. <laughs> no surprise, voters felt intimidated, so they went to court. And yesterday, a judge ordered armed election monitors to stay 250 feet away from drop boxes. I think it's fair to say democracy is in danger when ballot boxes take out a restraining order. <laughs> of course, a lot of ballot boxes. Ballot boxes. Of course, a lot of these knuckleheads are motivated by online misinformation about voting, and it's getting worse. On Twitter, lies about voting machines have been a top midterm narrative, including falsely claiming the voting machines were connected to the Internet. And where they learn that? The Internet. <laughs> but everyone knows you can't trust the Internet. I read about it on don'ttrusttheinternet.net. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> okay? As is tradition, there's a lot of misinformation being put out by foreign accounts, like one based in China, which tweeted, a photo of someone holding paper near a purported Dropbox claiming they were paid by the DNC. This account had 26,000 followers. Its name, Ultra Maga Bella Hot Babe. <laughs> of course it had so many followers. The name is so catchy. Stupid propaganda, ultra maga bella hot babe. Followed by the incels masturbating in their man cave. If you say it loud enough, your loved ones will say stop, babe. Stupid propaganda, ultra maga bella hot babe. Dumb little lilies, dumb little lie, dumb little lilies, dumb little lie. Thank you very much. <laughs> Go blimey, Gov. <laughs> Body armor bros by the ballot box aren't the only MAGA guys playing dress-up. There's also a group that call themselves the Oath Keepers who are currently on trial for their role in January 6th. They're led by insurrectionist Stuart Rhodes, seen... Wait, where is he? <laughs> All I see are trees, bushes, and two floating eyeballs. Rhodes and four of his followers are facing charges of seditious conspiracy for planning to use violence to keep the ex-president in office. Fun fact, they're being tried at the Pretty Man Federal Courthouse. <laughs> if they appeal, it goes to the Handsome Boy Circuit Court, <laughs> then possibly all the way to the Supreme Cutie Patooties. <laughs> January 6th wasn't just about smashing glass and hanging pence. It was also about apps for the table. Because prosecutors say that after the U.S. Capitol attack, members of the Oath Keepers met for a late-night dinner at an Olive Garden. Explains their new slogan, When you're here, your family didn't hug you enough as a child. <laughs> we don't know all the specifics of the dinner as prosecutors did not divulge the details of what the Oath Keepers ate. Of course they didn't. That's Olive Garden's other slogan, we cannot identify what you ate. <laughs> Pretty sure there was cheese in there, though. Pretty sure. Hope that was cheese. What we do know is that the group spent $408.82. Holy minestrone! Over $400 of Olive Garden food? That's not a restaurant tab. That's the results of an autopsy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm calling it 945, January 6th, cause of death, pasta that never ended. <laughs> but... 
but the Oath Keepers didn't even get to enjoy the tiramisu. They started to realize that law enforcement was searching for them, so they fled the Olive Garden. <laughs> they fled? That can't be easy to flee after dropping $400 at the Olive Garden. What? The feds are coming? All right. Oh. Let's go. Oh, I'll meet you guys. I'll catch up. Oh. I'm going to hit the John. I'll be right there. So, huh? Question is, did I just stick it out or am I always holding it in? <laughs> I don't even know. At this point, I don't even know. The Oath Keeper's lawyer had an interesting spin on their family dinner writing. Rhodes and the other left the Capitol grounds and went to Olive Garden for dinner. Because overthrowing the government was not the Oath Keeper's intent. So his argument is guilty people don't eat dinner after the crime? I know one guy who hasn't watched Dahmer. <laughs> Speaking, yeah, I know, I agree. I agree. Terrible. Speaking of those responsible for January 6th, Fox News. Yesterday, the Fox hosts over at uh, Outpounded were all whipped into a froth over a new study which found that in a sample of college staff and students, petting a cat reduces their negative mood. In humans, I should say. There is nothing that can reduce your cat's negative mood. <laughs> Fox News saw this simple feel-good study and reached the obvious conclusion, our children are weak and we must not spare the rod. This is just another example of how uh, we are raising snowflakes. <laughs> because, I mean, if you honestly can't make it in college, then just drop out. I don't think these kids need cats. I think they need discipline. I think they need a slap yep. in the face. I agree. No, no. I, it might sound hard, but I agree. A slap in the face is more enjoyable than cats. <laughs> they continued the crazy. It's also part of the indoctrination. I mean, they are being trained. You might go in there thinking, I've got to get my philosophy book, I've got to get, you know, the chemistry book. And then you're told effectively by the, the university, no, you need a puppy. Maybe before they get any books, they should get some glasses, because that student just walked into a pet store. <laughs> Kaylee McEnany talked about her own college experience. I don't need to be coddling a puppy. I need my, you know, organic chemistry book if I'm, you know, in, in pre-med here. This is insanity. Give me a cup of coffee, a cookie, and a stack of books, mm -hmm. and I'm set. Wait a minute. You need a comfort cookie? <laughs> With a cup of snowflake coffee? Oh, I bet you studied in some sort of safe building that was up to code. I spent my college years outside naked shouting essays right up my professor's drain pipe. <laughs> St. Anselm of Canterbury states in his ontological argument for the existence of God. Ultimately, the Fox hosts complained that getting to pet a dog or a cat in college is just not realistic. No one's going to hand you a puppy in the real world. I hate to say it, but she's right. They're going to hand you two puppies. Makes Fox News angry. You do. Yes, you do. We got a great show for you tonight. 
coming up, Senator Elizabeth Warren. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us for yet another act of our wonderful show. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest this evening is a U.S. senator from the great state of Massachusetts and a former presidential candidate. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Senator Elizabeth Warren. Please, nice to see you. Good to be here. All right, you come, Madam Senator. You yes. come here at a, an auspicious time. Yes. Uh, it is is less than a week away. Less than a from, week from the midterm elections. <clears throat> um, there's a there's a weird dichotomy out there. There uh, that there is. I've seen headlines saying lack of enthusiasm. I've seen other headlines that say at the same time, this is historic turnout that hasn't been seen since the mid-70s. Clearly, this is an important but strange time. Do you have a closing argument (laughs) as we go into the last few days? So this is about a huge choice. I mean, like, giant differences. There are going to be four things on the ballot. Whoever's name is there. Roe versus Wade is going to be on the ballot. The Republicans want to ban access to abortion all across this country. The Democrats think that the patient and the doctor should make the decision and not your local elected officials. Yes, Pennsylvania, I'm looking at you. John Fetterman. Okay, that's one. That's one. That's one, hold on. You bet. One. Two. The economy is going to be on the ballot. Now, the a Republicans... Lot people, a lot of people, the Republicans, a lot of people think the Republicans have an advantage on the economy because of inflation. Whoa! A lot of billionaires think that. A lot of billionaires? A lot of billionaires think... Yes, I know. You like mm-hmm. that. A lot of billionaires think that because here's the deal. The Republicans say their big economic plan is to cut Social Security and Medicare and put in more tax breaks for billionaires and billionaire corporations. Can we stop on that for a second, yeah. the Social Security and Medicare? Yeah. That has long been called the third rail of American politics. You would think. Why do you think they're willing to lick it? <laughs> because they have very long tongues. On that one, actually, keep in mind, let's do another state. The Republicans have said they want to vote every five years on whether to keep Social Security and Medicare, 
But in Wisconsin, Ron Johnson says he wants to vote every single year. So, Wisconsin, we're looking at you. Mandela Barnes is your guy. <laughs> Got to do this. Okay. Okay. That's, that's the second thing. That, that, that's, that's and true. Democrats, by the way, mm -hmm. want the economy to work for everybody. What, right? What's, Lowering health care what, costs. What's the plan on inflation, though? So, look, it's going after the costs that families directly feel. So what we're doing is we're lowering the cost of health care, uh, putting a cap on the cost of insulin. Uh, the climate plan will reduce the cost of, um, of utilities. So we're going directly after it. Look, we've gone after it. We've cut student loan debt for 43 million Americans. That's where families live. Do you think that'll go through? Because there's been yet another stay by a federal judge on that. Do you think that's going to happen? So look... If the judges actually read the law, yeah, it's going to happen. There's no doubt that the president has the authority to do this. Mm -hmm. President Obama did it, President Trump did it, and President Biden can do this. Um, but take a deep breath on that one on student loans and just think about the fact that the president of the United States is on the side of the American people. 20 million Americans will see all of their student loan debt canceled. Half of all Latinos will see all of their debt wiped out. Nearly a third of all African Americans. This is an economic justice issue. This is a racial justice issue. This is the first big effort of the federal government to help close the racial wealth gap in America. Okay, let's go to three. Okay, three, so. by the way, I should say on that one, anyone who hasn't should sign up for student loan debt relief. That's uh, studentaid.gov, right? Okay, okay. okay. all right, go. want to do that. So what's, okay. the third, what's the third thing here? So the third thing is climate. Uh, it's our planet is on the ballot. The Republicans want to keep taking money from big oil. They want to uh, embrace the climate deniers. The Democrats have already made a big down payment. We have already passed laws to cut climate emissions by 40% by 2030, and give us some more senators, and we're going to make more cuts and truly save our planet. This is why Democrats run it. So that's number three. Is that, is that... Is, is, is that uh, climate change bill, or the, the climate, the, uh, uh -huh. addressing climate change, or global warming uh, bill, is that in any way related to the increase in fuel prices? No, in fact, it goes the other way. Yes, it is related in the sense that the more we move to clean energy, the more we move to renewable energy, the less dependent we are on nations like Russia or Saudi Arabia that decide how high and how low oil prices are going to be. So ultimately, one of the effects of this big climate initiative that the Democrats have put in is to bring down the cost of energy for people all across this country. Okay, so four. That's three. That's three. So what's the fourth one? Four. Democracy is on the ballot. There you go. And while the rest of these, while the rest of these are important, yeah. none of it matters unless you save that one. That's right, and we've got to save democracy. Let's face it, the Republicans continue to embrace the big lie. They continue to try to excuse and make up for what happened on January 6th. The Democrats have a very clear message. Every American citizen should has the right to vote, 
and to get that vote counted. That's the deal. That's how democracy works. 299, <laughs> more than half, 299 of Republicans are on the ballot this year who have questioned the integrity of our election That's right. or whether the previous election should be overturned. Right. That is one of the most chilling statistics I yes, could possibly name. Yes, it is. And it is because it truly corrodes the foundation of our democracy. Can it be walked back because that idea with absolutely zero, not an iota, not a quark of evidence behind it, has metastasized so widely under the pressure of the former president to get loyalty to the people who are running for office that in every state in the union, there's somebody running who believes that. Yes, it can or be. Or says they believe it. Yes, yeah, and that's a big difference. But yes, it can be walked back, and here's how we walk it back. We walk it back by voting. And that's what happens over this next week. <laughs> Iwillvote.com. Go to IWillVote.com if you're not clear about where you vote or when you can vote or if you want to vote early or if you want to vote on election day, IWillVote.com. And bring in your neighbors and your friends and your cousin and your uncle because democracy requires all of us to be part of it, to be engaged, to, to get out there and vote because if we vote and we vote for people who actually get up and who tell the truth, people who believe that democracy works when every American citizen gets the right to vote and to get that vote counted. If we do that, that is how ultimately we beat back the big lie and we beat back the big liars. That's how we make it work. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Senator Elizabeth Warren, everybody. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. We're back here with Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. One of the people who you've had uh, a few uh, run-ins with the past, you've called out for his behavior in the past, is someone who strangely is dabbling in conspiracy theories on Twitter, and that's the new owner of Twitter, Elon Musk. Okay, you've never been a huge fan of billionaires, especially ones who don't pay their taxes. What about a billionaire who now owns the platform that is most used to promulgate political idea and argument, Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So I look at it this way. Somebody is going to make the decisions about what we see on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. It can be made out in the open. It can be made in public. It could be made by a commission. We could decide to do that. Uh, we can make the rules posted and out there for anybody to see. Or it could be made by one billionaire in a very dark room based on whatever is running around in the middle of his head. Me, I think those decisions ought to be made out in the open. I don't think any billionaire, any billionaire, ought to be the one who has that kind of power to decide how Americans, how people around the world get a chance to talk to each other. So I'm, I got a real problem with him. Are you... 
Are you uh, blue check verified? I just don't care. There you go. All right, before we go, I, I want to ask you about an sure. important document that was recently released. Um, this photo of your dog, Bailey, dressed up for Halloween. Yes. Can I, can I get an official comment on this costume? Because I see... Jimmy, can you put it back up, please? I see antlers, and I see beard, and I see a wig. Is he Santa as a reindeer? <laughs> Or is he the unholy love child of Kris Kringle and Dasher? What's going on here? He is Sven from Frozen. I apologize. Not to I me. Apologize. Just and tell I apologize. And I call myself an educated exactly. man. Well, exactly. Uh, well, Senator, thank you so much for being here. Thank it's you always for wonderful me. to hear you lay things out in clear. I will WillVote.com. I will vote.com. Senator Elizabeth Warren, everybody. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.